everybody. Welcome to Horror with Sir Sturdy. I am Jason. I was late today on purpose. I am joined by Sir Sturdy, Chris, Cliff, and Chad. There you go. Nick is on his way. Hello, kitties, and welcome to Halloween with Sir Sturdy. <laughs> that was pretty creepy. What's up, peeps? Listen, happy Halloween. More importantly, happy Sturdoween. 61 days of Sturdoween is today's the last day, and we're ending it with this fucking epic battle of Freddy versus Jason. Great time. Fun fucking time. Cannot wait to dive into this with all you guys and when Mick gets here as well. But uh, let's go, guys. Let's 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 get into this. Let's let's get into this night. Let's get into this 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 epic journey that we were on. And again, going all the way back to from getting indie with Surf Sturdy, camping with Surf Sturdy. I feel like this is like when this shit really started, like picking up with interest and all that. Us recording more together. It's just been that thing. Happy Halloween, James, and happy Sturdoween. What up, James? Yeah, hurry up. We missed Hi, you. James. Welcome back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But before we get, you know what? What are you guys, not what are you guys are doing? How are you guys doing today? And yeah, we'll go around them with that first. How's everybody doing today? I, I'm amazing. This has been uh, such a fun week, uh, month. I can't wait till the post credit scene of this we do on Thursday where we talk about the other movies that we didn't get to. And, you know, just. The whole revelation, man, of realizing like all of us, none of us wanted to watch that freaking remake. And then the, all of us to say that we enjoyed it is just something that blows my mind. Me too. I Dude, love watch it. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I love the remake. Really? Good. I love the remake. When, I've been, I was in the minority the of time? all that. Bro, since the beginning, I told you that psychological shit that they did with the whole falling asleep, the pattern, the insomnia, all that shit, that, that did it for me. That's fair. What, um, yeah, what was I going to ask? Hello, kids. Oh, no, when did I watch the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? The first hey, time. Damn, I, I listen, <laughs> dude. I was the I same way, man. I'd only seen it once, and for 13 years, I talked about how much I hated it. But we went back and rewatched it, and even Mick was the same way. And we all I really would. liked it. The script is super tight on that movie. I say go back and give it another watch. If it was Robert and, England, and on top of that, how great it is. I would say give it another watch and don't let the look of Freddy bother you. That is what I that is a hundred percent what took me out of it the first couple times that's I watched. What, that's it. what killed me mainly. But go just go back, just ignore how he looks and just watch it for what the movie it is, and it's not a bad movie. Mm. It's actually a top four, top five for me. Hmm. That's bad franchise. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I like the first three. And then I, from the again from the original like the, from the original franchise. Really enjoyed the first three. Like, you can even say love the first three. And then I really liked part seven, West Craven's New Nightmare. West Craven's New Nightmare. So those four and then the remake. The what four, five, and six. I can live without them. 
I, I would watch Mick, him again if I was doing a franchise watch, but other than that, I could live without him. I think Mick said that he put the remake at two. I'd put the remake at three on my list. But you know, uh, Freddy vs. Jason is a Friday the 13th, or uh, sorry, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. It's both. No, it's, it's Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Jason is just there to serve the story of Freddy. It's both. I don't know. That's a tough call on that one because, I mean, Freddy only kills one person in the whole movie. Yeah, but everything that Jason does is just to forward Freddy's story. Yeah, <laughs> true, but <coughs> still has a minute. You still have the epic battle. I wish, because we're getting into a little bit, I wish it was darker. That is one thing I wish this movie was a lot darker, creepier, scarier. Like, I wish they went with the Freddy from either the first three or New Nightmare as far as, like, more of the scary type. Than the kind of goofy shit, I think I would have made that. And I enjoyed the movie. Don't get me wrong, but I think I would have made a better movie. I mean, we got an ode to it in that scene where he comes out the water. They made yeah. him the demon Freddy. Yeah, and I thought they um they did a good job. He's somewhere in the between the Freddy of three and the Freddy of four. Okay, yeah, I'd say. That's fair. That's fair. So I, thought, I, I like it. I like his look in this one a little bit better too, because he like like I said about uh, New Nightmare, he just looked too cleaned up. And this one, he's back to that fucking like dark, ruggedy yeah. look. Oh, his look was great. That is that is one thing I can definitely say. His look was great. I'm not mad at the look at all. I'm not mad at the look at all. I, I just wish again if it was more. I'm not saying no jokes at all, but more closer. I mean, yeah, like I said, within the first three, as far as how he was, because he even in the first three he was funny. We found him funny, especially part two and three more so. But it wasn't overly, overly, overly over the top. I feel like this was kind of over the top with it. Yeah, I mean, you got kind of like both sides, like the the dark part plus like the the goofy one-liner part. Yeah, I don't mind it, but again, you can still have the one-liners, but just don't have it a darker tone because you can have a you can have a funny one-liner that's a dark one-liner. Yeah, you know what I mean. Again, geared to more towards like the first three, and wasn't. I was talking to Mick about this a little while ago, and he should be on soon. I think he had to go switch rooms and uh, shave his butt hair. But uh, <clears throat> I was telling him I got on. See, yeah, he he forgot. I like this movie, which is funny saying this. I said this about the remake of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. <clears throat> I like this movie more now than I did the last time I watched it. I know that for a yep. fact. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Worst damn gamer ever. Worst this, damn clown. This movie falls into the um, uh, what uh, Dan was saying last week, where you know he just doesn't know what audiences like anymore. And this is one of those movies. Like I like a lot of things, I do, but I can usually I know like okay, I get it. I get why you didn't like that. Like I understand why most people don't like Freddy vs. Jason. I don't understand why people the people that hate this movie hate this movie because. In my opinion, this is the best that they... I mean, the story is perfect for how they brought these two together. And it, is, it delivers on exactly what we wanted. Freddy and Jason eventually fighting. I, I mean, understand. yeah. We do get the fight. I don't say it's exactly what we wanted with everything, but we do get the fight. I mean, it's just what it promised, I guess, is what I meant to say. No, I get what you mean, though. We, I get what you mean. Are we doing... Are we talking about the movie now, or are we... Uh... <clears throat> We're, we're going to jump into our ratings, so we just kind of dove into it a little bit. But Oh, okay, okay. I'll save mine then. 
You still have the never hike alone uh, background sturdy. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 messing with it. I'm messing with it. Oh hi, Jason. It's Halloween. Get with it. It's Sturdo. It's Sturdoween. Sturdoween over here. And that's what we're talking about. So you guys know. This is exactly what we're talking about tonight. Today, right now. Uh, the fucking finale, finally. Yes. <clears throat> the finale, the finale, the finale. And this will be back again next year. Oh, and, and on Thursday for the post-credit. What did you say? It'll be back on Thursday for the post-credit wrap-up. That is very, very... Well, yes, Jason X. I did mention this on the earlier episode. But we're going to be doing Friday the 13th Part 8, 9, and 10. To, just to wrap it all up. Because, <clears throat> you know, Freddy only had the eight movies and Jason had a few more. So we're going to wrap it up with those three this Thursday. And then next week will be some other shit. I'll figure it out. Or next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. We'll figure it out. And uh, I'm also changing something with thing with my holiday stuff. But I'm gonna let you guys know. But shout out to Mick for this one. So Thanksgiving, instead of trying to give you guys a bunch of Thanksgiving movies, just the week of Thanksgiving or getting closer to that week, I'm gonna just drop some stuff. Drop some stuff. Those you know when it gets closer, do a few movies. You already know Thanksgiving on that Tuesday, but you're gonna get a few other things. So that's what's gonna happen with that. And with Christmas, we're going to do, because it's horror, fuck 12 days of Christmas. I'll tie an extra day, so 13 days of Christmas. Tie it in with the, so, the 13, the kind of days away. Love I'll it. try to figure that out. But yeah, Dude, You so have so many new movies for Christmas to do, too. There's <clears throat> so many new horror yeah. Christmas movies coming out. That's Besides Halloween, Christmas is the other holiday where you get a lot of that yeah. holiday horror. Yeah, absolutely. Look at that. He Jason is. Versus, what was the other one? Versus Dream Demons, and that makes me happy. What was the other one? Ah, uh, you'll know say. I don't know. <clears throat> well, yeah, what was the other one? I love Jason Ritter. I loved his dad. I love all of the Ritters. But at not hey, in the Freddy vs. Jason sequel that was eventually turned into a comic book, Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, uh, the two human characters die like immediately. They mm. should though, with something like that, because that's you know, that's a, I don't know. I, I like for I do like this movie a lot, but I think I like this movie for the same. I don't know. It's kind of like a syndrome that horror fans I feel like have like. They'll hate something when it comes out, especially if it touches on their nostalgic or disrupts their idea of nostalgic. Mm -hmm. And then they'll hate those things and then give it 10 or 15 years. And then they love those things. I, I am like, and I, most of us here are the same way. I'm just speaking for me, though. Uh, I mean, we all remember growing up in the 80s. I remember growing up in the 90s, especially horror fans. You didn't talk about that shit. So who knew what everybody liked unless you were friends? <laughs> And there was no IMDb to give you more. So when you have something like this come out, such fan service years later, and it's like, um, it, it, it just, for me, it, when it first came out, is there music playing? Like, am I playing music? Oh, it's it's the clown. Oh. Uh, <laughs> sorry, threw me off. Um, so, I, sorry, I'm, I'm disrupted. I'm too high. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's not that. It was great. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I just I still lost my train of thought midway through, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> no, for me, like a movie coming out like this, it just, I again, I like it because of the syndrome because it's 10, 15 years later, we got a Freddy vs. Jason movie. Mm -hmm. When I look back at it, it, it's got fun parts, you got some cool stuff, but it is really campy. And I think it went the wrong way in tone. It shouldn't have went like the horror comic, you know, comedy route. They should have went darker with these. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'd feel like it would have gotten a better. You know what? Let's dive into our ratings, and we can really dive into this, into this uh, filmage, filmage right here. Me first. All right. Um, the warning. Um, for this movie. Overall, I'd probably give it a six. Fair. I like it, though. I want to point that out. Let's see. I'm going to say seven and a half, just because you haven't seen Freddy in so long, and then they brought us this, and this is what we've been waiting for for a long, long time. And uh, we went and saw it in the theaters, and we actually had people that wanted Freddy to win sit on one side and people that wanted <clears throat> Jason to sit on one side. And then it was just a real fun experience. Yeah. Nice. I remember that. That's I'm so glad you said that. Nice. Hey. As you guys know, this is one of my favorites. I love me some Freddy. I'm giving this one a nine, baby. Nine. <laughs> oh wow. Do you just have a stroke? I give it a seven and a half. Some five by Jason. Happy Halloween. Happy Sturdoween. Um six. <clears throat> Is that the first non-ten you gave this whole deal? No, there was a few more, but it may be one of my lower grades. It's because it's more it's a nightmare on Elm Street movie, not a Friday the thirteenth movie. That's why he likes. I would argue, no, I'd, argue, I'd hard I could, argue I could, I could the other way on that. Yeah, really? Yeah, I would argue that this is a Jason movie, not a Freddy movie, but and Jason that's why you needed all these kids in it because Freddy can carry a movie on his own. Yeah, but Jason is um, the catalyst for Freddy. Like Jason is used to this entire movie to Ford Freddy, well, but it's a Freddy versus Jason movie. But I don't see more influence of Freddy in it than Jason. Hmm. Most of the influence I see coming. Like in the movie, the tone of the movie and the kills and how it kind of plays out. I mean, very much I'm, matches what we see in Jason. I'm Jason. talking more story structure, focuses more on Freddy. Uh, and I heard argue that too. Hmm. Yeah, story wise, because yeah, I mean, I think I think that story wise, it kind of matches together really well, and even and kind of balances out really well. It's the idea of the concepts within the stories of how they met. Like I like what brings jason in mm -hmm. uh and being able to control it and but all the elements to it the hitting the sill stuff all that other stuff i think it was poorly executed personally it's not like all that stuff i'm saying i'm <clears throat> i'm with you on a lot of that mick and again yeah. with the same thing you were i was saying earlier and you were just saying is it it should have had a darker tone to it <clears throat> It should have had a more dark, serious tone to it. I'm not saying it couldn't have the jokes in it at all, but I feel like they just it was too much with that. Way too much with that, honestly. Yeah, as much as I love this movie, um, 
and I do. I love this movie. It's some of the dialogue. What we're watching it today just really kills me. <laughs> and yeah. Jack Foley was pissed. It's like, come on, come on, <laughs> do a better line. And uh, some of the, um, um, the explaining the plot too was a little much. Well, for, for me, that that character there was just like a straight Jason Muse ripoff. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Kevin Smith was killing it during that time. <laughs> which, which, you know, they were in Scream Three at the time, you know, around the same time, like this, right. like a couple of years after. But Kevin Smith would have been approachable. Jay would have been approachable. Granted, they wouldn't really match for high school students, and you wouldn't want them running around. But adding they, that element in there, so so my point being, if you added them in there, this would have made this more of a joke, right? I think unless you add them like Scream 3 did, where it was like kind of cool, like cameo, quick, whatever, it's out. But if you added them in there like they did this one character, it's it's a joke. So now if you add the carbon copy knockoff, mm-hmm. it's even like at least let him be his own character. Stop trying to copy Jason Mewes, which I get Hollywood and I know how it works. But I think this movie should have been more Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and less Friday the 13th personally. Oh, explain. Bring back Nancy. Bring back Nancy again. You brought her back. She's been in three different movies now. She's deeply connected. You bring back Nancy for him. Maybe now she's investigating or something. Like you can do whatever you want with it. It can get crazy. She doesn't actually have to be dead. But either bring back Nancy or bring back somebody who's connected to that world or the old <clears throat> Freddy world. Make mm-hmm. it darker. The reason I say Nancy is because I think it would have been better if when they went toe to toe. It really was the most vicious versions of themselves going toe to toe and and remove all that martial arts shit and everything and just have like a really good brawl for all of what's happening. Because it, and if I'm being honest, if you're going to go this route, add an element of Rob Zombie in there with the more of the gore. And what I'm what I mean by Rob Zombie is you put in this element of something's bringing them both there. Mm-hmm. something wants these two entities to go and fight what is it and maybe these teens who are being affected because freddie's pulling in power you know mm-hmm. you know he started by using jason and maybe whatever and it can, you could open this up to quite a bit of things and it could have been left open-ended to have more sequels and stuff like that and really play oh, into yeah. it but it, it should have been darker like i said like when nightmare on Elm street three is the idea of touching back on the past bringing it in giving mm-hmm. an idea whether they're like and and giving us a fighting chance i felt like these kids were just running around the whole time like the scooby-doo gang in the middle of freddy versus jason it didn't work for me like it, it made it again i like the movie but i like the movie the same way i like freddy's dead i get that um uh, for me i'm glad they went this route with this I, I like the hypnosol thing because I like that they, um, like they said in the movie, they treated Freddy like a disease. Like they finally just decided to embrace it and take the dreams <clears throat> away from these kids. So he stopped showing up. I kind of like that element of this movie. I did too. I really liked that too. And then him using Jason, it was a really good element to the story to bring these characters together, mm-hmm. use them, bring Jason to Springwood. Uh, or Springfield or whatever the fuck they are, Spring, wherever the hell they are, Elm Street, and the Simpsons. The Simpsons. There you go. And then you, you know, that was a great element. I think that was a really thought out, well written element to this story of why this is playing out. 
and the kids being, you know, Elm Street kids legacies and such, and him wanting to get to them, that makes sense. But were these the kids to do it? They were annoying as fuck. <laughs> they didn't bother me. Uh, they were like, I, I, and I, I know Jason Ritter, and I like Jason Ritter, <clears throat> and he's fine in it. But he's probably the most fine. Uh, Kelly Rollins was good too. So like, you can have some of these characters, but some of these characters damaged the horror mm. element of this movie. Jason Ritter looks like he's like thirty five in this movie. See, for me, that uh, Brendan Fletcher kid. He's he's the one that I always remembered from this film than anything else. Brendan the dude that played Mark. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With the brother, right? That's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And even then, like he did a good job. He's a good actor, yep. though. He was in. He's been in a couple of really good stuff. And and the brother, like, there's your element right there. The brother's yeah. an older remembers from Elm Street has been locked away. The little brother doesn't remember because the hypnosil worked. Right. And like Jason's for some reason targeting them. And now, so let's let them investigate. Why is he targeting us? Go break the brother out, but get rid of these. But he's the focus now. And he's the only person that Freddie actually killed. Oh, Jesus That's Christ. Right. You reminded me of that. I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> this movie goes down to a four. Back. Dude. Um, <laughs> no, uh... no, 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 no. Again, I like this movie, but the when the, uh, the cop says... Oh, we've got a copycat of the Jason Voorhees killer. Where does that come from? Like, there has to be more than serial killers in the United States in this world. That how do you suddenly go for Jason? Like, what is this? Jason doesn't have like an mo to be like, oh yeah, that's Jason. Did they ever mention a description? So they never mentioned a description, right? No, nobody's allowed to give a description at that point. Chadman might know. I think they're kind of leaving it for you to interpret that, hey, this guy said he's from out of town. He just got here. He might have been from the Camp Crystal Lake area or something like that. You know what I mean? I think they do mention he's a a new uh, officer or something like that. Yeah. Lachlan Monroe. I like Lachlan Monroe. Um, I I, like that element to it, though. um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I feel like the teenager thing by this time was played out and I don't think it worked. And I think that's what drags this movie down because you put you have to once you handle all of this and add this many teenagers and you have and the fact that this was a franchise that's like ten years removed <clears throat> everything we've got since then all of the movies we got since then that could be influenced to this mm-hmm. and we still got the uh, basic archetypes to every Friday Thirteenth movie and every Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah, but if they had done anything different, audiences would not have liked it. That you don't know that though, like because when they we liked, uh, but What's we did know Nightmare, um, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake and the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Those are remakes. That's a big difference. This is a versus that's not, battle. That's not a Freddy versus J. Yeah, it's not a versus battle like he was saying. And no, this this is a this is a different. This is sequel to both series. If I feel if this was darker and the like the points that Mick was saying and stuff like that, I think it was. People would have liked this a hell of a lot more, a hell of a lot more. And then you have you have it based like you have it like he was saying, kind of based around the one kid and his brother, and kind of that's boom story right there. Story connects. You get Jason there. He kills a bunch of kids. He kills a bunch of people. You can still have a bunch of those kill scenes because those are like what I was saying for earlier for Never Hike Alone too, to have those throwaway kills so that the important kills mean more. Those throwaway kills so you can have those big cool kill scenes. And then when those main characters get knocked off, it means like, oh shit, 
oh shit, like oh shit, they died type of deal versus okay, well these you already know damn near everybody in the cast is gonna die. I mean that's always happens, but again, give us those throwaways. Give us those, um, give us more of those throwaways. And and, and a, to even add to that and to add to to add to my point earlier about like changing it up, Jason X came out a year before this and it did terrible. And that is Besides being in space, that has every element of a Friday the 13th movie. Wait, 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 wait. Jason X only came out a year before Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah, about 2002. This was 2003, Holy right? Holy shit. So, well, like... Jason X you, is awful. It's... it's, it's, it's honestly, I would argue it's just as good as... I we'll love that this. guys. We will get there on Thursday for Jason X. We will but get no, there on I, Thursday. You know, Mick got me thinking. It, it, it would have been fascinating if they had done the um, almost more of a sequel to uh, New Nightmare and ha- mm-hmm. used Jason as Freddy's way to pull, try to pull himself back into the real world, maybe. And then they could have gone with that more scary version of Freddy, I think. But but you oh, needed no. Freddy to have the dream world, the dream world type of thing to pull Jason there and for him to be remembered and all that. <laughs> You also already fucked. Oh, sorry, Sturdy. I, I thought I you were... say, just because if he's pulled into the real world and if he's killed in the real world, I feel like wouldn't he be done? Well, my biggest argument with this is too, like, uh, I'm talking myself out of this movie. Arguably, you have the scariest looking Jason in it. Maybe seven is is really like push because seven is really fucking good look. So six, but this was a good looking Jason in terms of yeah. costume. I didn't, I didn't love, but Jason's just Jason, you know, but it's a big improvement on nine, you know, it goes to hell. Um, so to come back and have this and, but it's, you're, you know, even like Jason, what you're saying, like telling me, you know, the, the, the fans would have gone crazy. They didn't though. Kane Hodder wasn't in it. And that's where you really would have had, if you were really doing this for the fans, Mm-hmm. You would have really had Talk them. About it. Talk That's about my it. biggest gripe about this movie. Talk exactly. About it. So That's a huge you one. can change it up. And in fact, I think if they did change it and make it darker, more fans wouldn't have cared that Kane Hodder was in it. That's actually yeah. Kane's biggest gripe I, about this movie, too. <laughs> and he was supposed the the thing about it is remember reading this book and watching that documentary. He was supposed to be in this movie. I forgot what happened and why he wasn't, but he was supposed to be the Jason in this movie. And I mean, there was so because he was hyping it up. Him and Robert Englund were doing a bunch of shit together. There was doing a tour together. I was like, wait, I thought there, was I in think it. it came down to a studio thing. I think the studio mm-hmm. interfered. I don't remember no. what it was. He was supposed to be when they were planning it when they did nine, and he was in it. And they were they were talking. They, they had been talking about this movie. There were versions of this script for since uh, before Jason goes to hell. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Um, and they kept rewriting the script, rewriting the script for years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when they first started talking about it and Jason Costello was being filmed and everything, Kane, 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 it's going to be you versus Freddy. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Then 10 years, well, however many years it was later, they just don't call him. <laughs> it just didn't go in. You know, they're like, we're going to do I, it. I, or I, I think it was a mistake. Nothing against the gentleman who played Jason, but I just think it was a mistake because one, you're not doing the fan disservice. At fucking all, like at all, and that right there, it makes no sense. I mean, he was the most popular to play. I mean, he played multiple times. He was the most popular to play Jason. So I was like, why not do it up? You already told him he was going to be it. They were already talking about it, rumors and all this other stuff, <coughs> and people were excited as hell. Like, oh shit, yes, yes. 
and then they do that. Well, the reason that I'm seeing online is that then this is bullshit if it's true, is that um, the guy that played Fred Jason and Freddy versus Jason was two inches taller than Kane Hodder, and that's why they cast him. Well, that way I've heard that too, like his height played into it. But two inches, is it really that <laughs> that much? They also said too they were looking for like a just a bigger stunt man, and they saw that he had Jason's credentials because he was Kane's stunt man in Takes Manhattan. Oh, that's fair. Mm. He was also the guy for, in Jason Takes Manhattan, which I'll say on Thursday if I remember. But the scene where he's in Manhattan, I'll say that in quotes, at the bar where he throws the group against the window, the big dude, that's the guy who plays Jason and Freddy vs. Jason. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. Kane Honor and, and Nine. You mean, right? Or which one? No, no, no. no, in, no. Uh, Ken, Jason, Ken Kersinger was, uh, he was in a scene. Oh. In Manhattan, and but he was yeah. also Kane's stunt man. Whenever Kane got hit by the car, or Jason got hit by the car, they made they didn't want him to do it in case he got hurt. You know who else is in this movie? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude who owns Infowars. <laughs> nice, nice. I don't know who that is. The hey, dude who's like always yelling and he's like really angry. He's like, oh my god, oh, can you believe the fucking <laughs> things or whatever? Before I forget, all you kiddies out there in the chat, make sure you leave your comments and let us know what was your favorite Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. Which one do you think is the most formidable of each entity? And what do you think about this movie right here? Don't forget to leave that while we're yeah. here having a great conversation. This is yes. the dude who's in the movie. So this is the tarnish. This is the dude who is the uh, Sandy Hook denier. Excuse me. And he played the dad who gets his head chopped off in this movie. Oh man, that was a cool scene, by the way. Oh my god, that's how he had your right to this thing. <laughs> that's the guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Real oh shit. Yeah. Who was that? That's the dude who played the dad who got his head cut off. Alex Jones, yep. In what movie? In this one. Oh yeah, you... yeah, on the on the porch. That's right. Yep. yep. Chris, stop playing with Cliff and pay attention to the show. <laughs> I'm just turned on, Jason. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, please tell me that's not your costume for the next show. Then I won't tell you. You, you got to go as a co uh, movie character you hate. I hate this guy. You should, go as, you should go as hallway zombie number 17 in zombie, zombie, zombies, strippers versus zombies. There you go. I'm gonna watch that tonight. You should. I was always. Uh, I mean, number We should have sent him a werewolf mask. Bull, weed wolf, perfect. Weed wolf. Oh my god. Ah, oh, this is perfect. Such a, go place. Go yeah. paste whiskers to your face. No. We'll call you. We'll call you the weed wolf. No. <laughs> paste whiskers to your face. <laughs> Just howl every now and then. Just howl. Be I high and got, howl. I still got some of my hair that I pulled off. So if I had some hairspray and I would have sketched them off today, sprayed them down, glue, glue, glue. That would have been hilarious. Like, what yeah. He's a weed wolf. He's high as hell and he's a werewolf. He, he made his costume high on top of that. So now, if, if, if I would have had a wolf, honestly, like, it, at, well, if, if I'm pretending to be any wolf, it's going to be weed or uh, wolf cop. Oh, jeez. That was a good one. That was a fun one. Funny. That was a fun Canadian. One. You know what also is a fun one? This, this movie right here. 
it, it, it is a fun one. This is like the example of a fun movie. It's not necessarily good. It's not bad, but it's fun. That's, that's what I got from this. I would love to see this in theaters again. I remember seeing it in theaters. I had such fun watching it with fans. It was a good I'd time, like, especially like whenever you separate the crowd. Yeah, I'd like to see any of these movies we've done <laughs> again in theaters with fans. This oh, is I one get... of those movies where the like the rare occasions you had a very cool like thing going on with it. Like you got to the theater and it's like half the people are dressed as Jason, half the people are fighting. They're like fighting. Remember when Civil War the co- comic book came out? Mm-hmm. Comic book shops would have like pro registration people there and anti registration, and then like <laughs> it have this whole big thing. It was like crazy. This movie did that too. I will give it credit for its marketing and things like that that it did. Yeah. This movie really did pull in a lot of people. That's why I think I'm so. Again, I like it, but I'm annoyed that it could have been so much better. Oh hell, it was, it was always the million dollar the question that all of us horror fans had anyway. Yeah, I could have sworn this had the record for a while. It had for... an opening, uh, an opening number record because back then it was like 100. I think the total box office was like 116, which Spider-Man made in its opening weekend. So you know, like, yeah, but arguably. This probably should have done just as well. Yeah, but also twenty years passed. You know what I mean? So no, no, no. Spider Man from two thousand one. Oh, 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 oh got you, got you, got you. Oh, yeah, I could that see had the highest movie. grossing opening weekend ever. Did I just break time? I could like see why though. With with that, with but I'd say just a bigger fan base. As yeah. big as the horror fan base is, I feel like with that because. The reason I say it's because you have more kids that watch that as well as adults that watch it because it's just more acceptable for your child to watch Spider-Man versus <laughs> Friday the 13th <laughs> or Nightmare on Elm Street for those, you know. So. Man, that Spider-Man movie has some blood and killing and shit in it. Stabbing and blowing up and incinerating people. That is true. That Spider-Man has some dark shit happening. But I don't think it was as crazy what happens in these, or even nah. how you can say how it's portrayed, or how it's like, you know, hyped up the peeps. Happy Anybody Halloween! Mad at the, the Freddy at the Freddy pillar. Say that again. Anybody mad at the Freddy pillar? The Freddy what? The Freddy pillar, the caterpillar Freddy. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Freddy pillar. I, like I think Freddy it fits this movie. I thought it was funny. The Freddy pillar. Yeah. Of, uh, that actually was pretty funny, but that. it was it was something. It was something. They got the guy high and just again, I wish it was darker. That's my that's my biggest, 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 biggest gripe about it. Make it darker and add in the stuff mix it. And it's gonna be a better movie, better story. Hmm. And I think a lot of the fans would talk about this more. Because this this one's not talked about a lot. I've no like you talk about both of these films, I don't hear this one talked about a lot. It's starting to. More people are starting to talk about it. Jason X brought up more than this movie. I, Jason I would beg to fun differ. One. Jason X Give is a it. fun one. It's out there. But it's not the best movie. Give not it. So more people talk about this than Jason X. Give it 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then every horror fan in the community will have discovered this movie. <laughs> Because as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to the horror community, every fan's like, have you ever seen this movie? It's amazing. Yeah, I've seen it. It's Nightmare on Elm Street 3, dude. I've seen it. No, no, but it is amazing. Yeah, no, it's Nightmare on Elm Street 3, dude. 
<laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it though. I get it, especially if it's someone's first time watching. They're just excited. Like, yo, you got it. Like, get excited it's about it. Stop telling me you discovered it. <laughs> See, this is you, why you I know, like the you beginning. Know what I miss about that though, you know what I do miss is with. I missed the first time watch of a horror movie that I just absolutely loved and enjoyed and just like, oh my God. Like you can go back to them and watch them and still love them and enjoy them. But it's just going back to that first time watch. And then like at the end of that movie, you're just like, yo, wow, that was so fun. That was just incredible in my opinion for whatever reason. And you don't know what's going on because obviously it's your first time seeing it. That That's just something. It's, uh, it's priceless. Chad Man had no, I was saying that's why I like the beginning of this movie because, like, for the like newer horror fans that are starting out with this, they actually tell you how Freddy became the way he is again, mm-hmm. which I love. I love when horror movies do that. It's funny because I hate when comic book movies do that. Like Batman does it all the goddamn time, but uh, I love when horror movies do that because they always like it, that is their chance to retcon it, right? You know, fix the mm-hmm. little things, and and you get so many fun stories, especially because fans are putting out theories and stuff. And Marvel's starting to catch on to that after however many years, but uh, I'm starting to really dig. I, I really dig that, and I dug that about this because if this is your first watch, I get it. You know, in the series, go back and enjoy it. But at least you got that. Well, even like if yeah. you don't know who Freddy or Jason really are, like they kind of give you the like they give you like the backstory of Freddy, then they go back and get like the backstory of Jason as like Freddy's trying to manipulate Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they show do. his mom and everything. He turns into his mom. And tells Jason he has to go to Elm Street to kill these kids. So then, like, you kind of get like the feel of where both these characters came from. If you have like no like viewpoint on their, mm-hmm. yeah. that's that, that's very true. With that, you do kind of get a, a brief thing of it. But I'd still say go back and watch both of these franchises all the way through, and then watch this. Definitely. I'm the I, I, go back I'm, and do what we did all week, all month. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually glad they didn't go dark with this. I like this movie as it is. <laughs> Dude, I'm not taking your opinion. Sorry. Can't take your opinion. <laughs> you like everything. You're you are literally if this was a nineties like movie about a bunch of kids, like maybe but I think I think I'm know, speaking something. for the general audience when this movie came out because that's this is the Friday we wanted to appear in this movie. No, I disagree. I disagree, and I think the proof is in the pudding because it it did well it was never not going to do well and i think that's always the biggest argument is like of course it did well there's a base it's a franchise it's revisiting (laughs) but it didn't do as well as it should have even in the time mick so then which freddy do you think we got here this easily between four or five and six you take your pick that's the freddy we got no i think he was dialed down a little bit yeah i don't think he was as goofy okay maybe okay four no, he's closer. <laughs> he was close with the elaborate kill. I, I, I was saying closer to four, but between three and four. I, I would not t- two then. I will not if you say I will argue, <laughs> I will argue immaturely and leave the show. If you say <laughs> this was a Freddy that matches the Freddy from the first one, the third one, or New Nightmare. If I'm you say one of those three things to me, just because there's reminiscent views of those movies. In this, in this movie, oh, they're was, pulling. They're pulling from the best Freddy movies into oh, this not, movie, but this Freddy like, was not any of those. He was. He was, he was not the Freddy from one seven. I'm just saying he was close to the Freddy from three because Freddy think he was, three though, because, has the jokes. 
I just I think he was. He was just nerfed down because he didn't have his powers yet. So he couldn't just kill the kids. He kept trying and kept failing. Once he got his full power, he got pulled out. So we didn't get to see Freddie be full-fledged Freddie with his power of being able to kill people. All right. All right. I'm sorry. What what I meant to say was all those karate kicks that he learned in part three came in real handy in this one. One thing that did bug me, he was so silly and personality. And that was the funny part because if you watch four, five, and six, he's not the silliest part of those movies. Six he is. I would even argue he's the one maybe the reason it's all silly. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't (laughs) say he's the silly part. Sillier than one three or or new nightmare. This this one this Freddy fits in more with those in my opinion, or at least at the very least the second one. The second one he doesn't have any jokes though. Exactly. That's why I didn't say the second one in the first place. But you guys are arguing. <laughs> All I said I didn't say he was the same Freddy from three. I just said he's somewhere between three and four, like Chad said. I agree with that. Tone wise, so similar. Yeah, he's the one thing I didn't movie. like about this that bugs me though is like once he gets pulled out of Dreamland, he still has all of his powers, but in like all the other ones, he was always like helpless. Like he yeah, was just a regular person. And this one here, he fucking Matrix jumps out of water. Do you not remember the high knees that he was John Claude Van Damming to Jason's face in this movie? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he's clearly mm-hmm. just as good as the one that went up against the Dream Warrior. Okay, well, let me ask right. you guys this question because there's no other way they can fight. Because if Freddy comes out of the dreams, he's a human. And so there's no he's way. He's sneaky. He's always been sneaky. He's a pedophile. You know, he's he's used to hiding in the shadows and not let, let, alerting anyone he's there. If anything, he's human and he has the jump on it. And I would have loved to have seen a dark Freddy in Camp Crystal Lake stalking Jason while Jason has been getting served by him the whole time in the dream world. And then finally Jason unleashes and you get the real brawl. And that's where Freddy can't stand up to it. See, I, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. I would have loved to see that too, but I don't think the general audiences would have wanted Freddy that different when he was fighting Jason. I think they. I don't want give that a fuck Freddy. about the general audiences because <laughs> the general audiences give us things like four, five, and six. I know. I'm, I'm just, sorry. I, I know. I know. I'm an asshole on this. <laughs> if you're sacrificing it. a story for what the audience wants, fuck it. I don't care. I'm a purist in that, and I'm a snob. It says it. I I run with it. Constantly. I'll even put on the hat that says snobs on it. So. My point here being, we don't always fix things. Sonic sometimes is good enough. We need to shut the fuck up. You know, like, yes, there are certain elements I could see, like, we want to see something like this the first time. We're fans. We're fans. Mm-hmm. But tell a good story with it. And this wasn't a great story. A lot of it's choppy. A lot of it doesn't make sense. A lot of characters are added that don't need to be there, that take away from everything we see. We get less Freddy and Jason time because of it. And I don't give a shit when Monica Keen is running around fucking screaming, fuck you, Freddy. Like, I don't care. I don't. Why are you in this fight? Go away. You're not even a part of like the original. Like, go away. Like, I want to see Freddy versus Jason. And I want to see it dark. And I want to see it make sense. And this movie just didn't make sense. I think the humans should have all died before they started fighting personally. Yeah, that would have been good, but you can't like and, and I'm not being sarcastic to you. You're right. That's why I'm agreeing with you when I say these things. Mm-hmm. And I, listen, I'm a horror fan, so I get it. There are things I want to see. Ash versus the Evil Dead, the TV show. 
is the best fan service horror fans ever fucking got because it's exactly what we wanted and it worked that's that's how chucky is like those that two. is the rarest fucking circumstance mm. that is the rarest circumstance and when we are screaming calling for what we want in the movie the writers and the producers and filmmakers who are making this movie need to say well we need first and foremost we need to make good story we can't skimp out we can't have certain elements in here that don't work we can't have certain character traits <coughs> karate kicks in the fucking thing like and i realize that i'm fixated on that but it's a it's a bigger point to it and i understand but let me ask this as well freddie had to start somewhere right and he could invade dreams mm. those are the only kids he can invade their dreams it has to be spring whatever ohio springfield ohio or springwood or whatever elm street on Elm Street, it has to be that because he already proved in six it doesn't. Well, yeah, the only reason he was able to leave is because he had to jump in his daughter's body. There's an he Elm Street in every place, though, and he yeah could, he, he, he did, did mention jumped. that. And, but but he, he said he couldn't leave. He needed her to leave. And there's sit. an Elm Street three blocks away from my house. That was the that was the plot was that he needed her. That's why he needed that guy to bring her to him. And I understand, and that works to an extent. But he, they have established this in other films where, like, he's powerless or he even died at one point. Oh, no, I agree. About and the, the dog, dog pisses and he comes back. Like, I'm fine with the very thin story elements to horror movies, especially in the 80s, because it seems like everything was just being written in, like, five seconds. But in reality, that's why movies like this don't work in 2003. We're smarter audiences. All of your audiences that were watching the original are now grown up. Yeah. And they, they want a good story. They, if we're going to see something after the 10, 11, 12 years or whatever it is, and we're going to see this character we love, and this is the shit we get, and the other character that we love, we got Jason X the year before, which arguably, again, the syndrome causes me to love now. But back in the day when I first saw that, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. You know? You know, but... Mm -hmm. Demand the only thing I hated about part six is they never clarify how does he get that guy anyway to manipulate him to drop him off in the neighborhood to start bringing back his memory. You know what I'm saying? Well, six has a lot of problems, Chris. Uh, but um, man, I mean, to your argument, man, they they did write a better script. It's called the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, and nobody went to see it. And now I'm but but now I question why did nobody go to see it? Did nobody go to see it because these movies weren't as good? No, they didn't mm. go see it because it's not the Freddy they know. I now I'm I'm gonna argue it. I'm gonna I have to go back and I gotta do a I mean, deep dive in this. I don't have all we, the answers now, and I'm not gonna pretend to. We but can, I'm gonna uh, tell you I mean, now. I'm wondering weeks. because that was that was a good movie. This yeah, is I what know. ruins it. You get a bunch of people that do go to see the movie, and then they give their advice or their, oh, yeah, it was different. They fucked up Freddy, so then everybody, half the people are like, never mind, I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah, I mean, Sturdy and uh, Chad are examples of, you know, it's not the Freddy I know. I, I the, the face, like, it's different. I don't want to see <laughs> Well, yeah, but I still seen, I still saw went and saw the movie. It's just when I seen it, that really took me out of the movie, but... That's Again, what I'm saying, though. You changed something. It, but they came to the watching it, watching it with this through this whole, you know. Uh, I'm a guilty of it too because I didn't like the movie either. But I'm just saying you changed something and freaking audience goes nuts. And arguably, now I'm looking at the numbers. 
it's not it did <laughs> the same amount that freddie Ver- actually it did better than freddie versus jason what did jason x okay no uh uh the, the, the remake of nightmare on elm street yeah but oh, people did one million better it uh, dude i will never go by critics when it comes to horror films i'm not talking about critics about the like, or, fans, they talk more favorably about Freddy vs. Jason than they do the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, and that's miles better. Wait, what Night- Nightmare on Elm Street? It's not my. I mean, it's good. It's not miles better. Miles better than Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, right. yeah we'll argue that. It is a better movie. Um, dude, I don't, and they can speak favorably to it. I, I don't know whether it's the syndrome that I speak on, but everything that I see kind of pulling together. It's all the very similar opinions. And now my fucking mind is woken. Now that I know I love Nightmare on Elm Street remake, mm-hmm. my mind's awoken. Oh, me I too, man. Here. I went on a rant on my show trying am, to get people to watch that movie. I, I am promoting it everywhere. Stop saying Freddy versus Jason's good. So maybe we'll get a good Freddy versus Jason movie. I like it. I, I think it's I mean, fun. Good is good. Great is di- great. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to say it's good because it has its flaws, but we could do better. Yeah. This is what's I fun about the movies. Movies is so oh, I, and that's why I love doing this shit. Yeah, absolutely. But I just I can't like. We should have gotten a better movie than this. You had a year. You had when there's like 15 different drafts, like finished drafts of this story. And I've read and looked at other synopsises from those drafts, and they are better than this. This is what you came out with. That's what pisses me off. Also, treat this like it's a a fucking event. Treat it it like it's an epic. You are bringing two icons, arguably the two biggest horror icons of all time together, for the second time after it was teased in 9 and we really wanted it. You bring in fucking Wes Craven. You bring in somebody to come in here and direct this. Not Ronnie Yu, who you've barely ever heard from again. Wes Craven wanted nothing to do with this. (laughs) But, okay, you don't... You know what? You put enough money in his pocket, he wants something to do with this. I guarantee it. And there's plenty of other great directors of that time. And if it's not about money, it might be about creative control. All right, get Mark Nispal. He directed Friday the 13th remake, and he directed the Texas Chainsaw remake. There you go. Get Kevin Williamson to write it. Friday Thirteenth remake came out before this. Mm-hmm. Granted, they were both being made around the time, but they had to know that he was a hot commodity if they gave him that. But there's other filmmakers that are out there as well, veteran filmmakers that I would gladly step in if you paid him the money. Oh, of course, of course, of course. With that, or better writer. With the, and, and that, and that's the thing too that you think about too. Is I'm like, this is such, this this movie right here could have been one of those ones that's so iconic that could have possibly. I'm not saying it would have definitely happened because, of course, money, but could have possibly just, you know what? This movie's so good. We don't need to make any more of either one of these. The battle's over. But again, of course, money's going to money. They're making the remakes around the same time that this one came out anyway. So I guess that kind of defeats that argument. But still, this was just, I was expecting so much more when I first seen this. I was expecting so much more. I do like it a little bit better now, but I was expecting like this just to be like this, oh shit unforgettable film like i don't even th- when i go back to watch friday the 13th i don't really think about watching freddy vs jason too much if i'm like if, now if it's like if it's like i'm going to watch like there's been times where i planned but didn't go through with it, like watching nightmare on elm street and then watching friday the 13th or watching freddy vs jason as the bridge gap just because but i like the way we did it this way better but i this isn't one i go back to much 
I usually watch one, two, three, seven, and this for Freddie, and then um, Jason. I was up till six, and then I would just skip to this. But I like seven now, so we'll see what happens with eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. Well, if I could just make like one more point to this too, like uh, I realize I'm I'm sort of on a rant, so just tell me to shut up and I'll shut up. But yeah, rant. Um, like for this, Freddy vs. Jason makes one sixteen at the box office. So it's big for that time for two thousand three, and to oh, go yeah. with it, so and it was on a thirty five million dollar, uh, thirty million dollar budget. That's astronomical compared to the budget. That now to kind of compare, Nightmare on Elm Street remake was one seventeen in the box office was seven years later and it was 35 million for budget so five more million dollars on top of it and we did get a better story movie so you can pay your people you can get good actors to step in it is possible to achieve that my biggest gripe into to kind of put these two you know sort of head to head again ironically for the for the final time uh my, I think my biggest argument here uh for freddy versus jason in this movie is that again yeah i know i've talked about the story but like it just there's something missing here that the fans could have gotten you I, i'm telling you this isn't the, what the fan service we deserved or needed and it did well enough to get a sequel so you're going to tell me you listened to the fans about the sequels but you didn't listen to them about what they wanted <laughs> what's the point then just to get our asses in the seats. What I movie said. was this? What? What movie did you say just got a sequel? No, no, no. It didn't get a sequel. What I'm saying oh. is they were always willing to pump out sequels as long as they were doing well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This movie did almost $100 million over its budget. Right. So why didn't it get a sequel? So, like, obviously they were listening to the fans and the critics and what everybody was saying. They teased it, so they obviously had an idea for it, at least to keep it open. Yeah, but they never gave us a sequel. Why not? So they didn't listen to the fans in making the movie, but they're listening to the fans, and they're just not going to make any more of the movie. I know with the sequel, they commissioned a script and they were going to do it, and then I saw somewhere that they decided to reboot the franchises instead because of rights issues. But I don't, you know, that's what I read online. So. Take it with a grain. I know that there is a sequel script because I turned it into a comic book. It's called Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, and it is great. Yeah. Yeah. And it where's that movie? Don't argue that either, because that's what you needed. If you had Freddy versus Jason versus the Evil Dead or Ash or whatever, which they set up in nine, Jason's a deadite. Freddy's there, they're in the same thing. You add Ash to this, you don't need any stupid fucking teenagers. Mm -hmm. You can go all out. I don't know. Fucking now, man. Thirty nine weeks of this shit. I think. I think. You know. No offense, but I. I think they needed the teenagers because they needed people for them to kill. So, but I do agree they could have chosen better. They killed majority of the people that At weren't a part of that group. They killed like hundreds of people, mm -hmm. and they weren't At even in the party. group. <laughs> you know, like, so you can kill as many people as you want. Like, okay, yeah. Freddie and Jason fight in Rome. That rave all party scene was a free for all. I love that yeah, rave like, party scene. Yeah, you know, it's funny as I agree with everything Mick says. I still enjoy the movie, but I, I totally agree. I like, we could have gotten better. Like, we as horror fans, sometimes we just 
we don't deserve what we get. <laughs> no, fuck that. Fuck that. Because we, we spend time watching these movies. We spend our hard-earned money to buy these movies <laughs> while watching them in theaters. We deserve what we but expect and what we pay for. You're talking sure. about us here, but I'm talking to, we're talking to, I'm talking about the majority of the people that go and watch these movies in theaters. We sometimes we don't know what we Sometimes, yeah, like Mick said, we don't know what we want. Sometimes you just got to give us better. And I think um, both of these movies warranted a sequel. And I think the studios should have made that sequel to the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Because, again, they made money. Yeah. Uh, that could never also be a bad thing. <laughs> that that could be a very bad thing. Because then they're just, you know. If you look at what else those uh, Nightmare on Cash, Elm Street Cash grab movies are rough. Yeah, but the writers on that Nightmare on Elm Street remake have done some incredible stuff. This wasn't a Crash Crab movie. You can tell this. They yeah, made this the was... best version of a film they were right. allowing themselves to make. I mean, oh, if they if they made a sequel, that would be more of a cash grab than anything. And the market I, dis- I disagree if you do it right, but it would have been because this was a cash at, grab. At the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, but- horror was in a weird place at the time. Yeah. But the marketing for this was super genius. They were like superstars. They were like two people really going into like the arena going into a boxing match type deal. They did great with right. marketing on it. Yeah. Well, that's because they knew everybody in their 20s and 30s and 40s was trying to see this shit forever. Give uh, me the yeah. Freddy and Jason of the remakes for uh, Freddy vs. Jason. The remakes? Yeah, give me those two. Both vicious. Hmm. I could see that. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, I would say like the the remake Jason, in my opinion, is better and more lifelike than the Jason in this movie. Yeah. For me, he was just a a meat sack in a jumpsuit with a hockey mask on. Like he had like no personality. That's why I think Kane is always going to be one of the best because he always brought like the character to actual life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freddie and Jason in this movie are the Freddie and Jason that general audiences know. They're the stereotypes of Freddie and Jason. Yeah, so, so that was going to be my no, question. Gina, I'd say King. Yeah, not, not, not the Jason part. part of the Jason. Say. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking outside of horror. I'm talking outside of horror. Like the, the people that don't know horror, this is what they think of when they think of Freddy and Jason. Freddy's a wisecracker and Jason's dumb. So, all right. I asked earlier, um, which version of Freddy did we get? What version of Jason did we get? Because this was definitely not towards the end. No six or no seven, eight, nine. That's for sure. It was. It was. It was just a, a regular new reboot, Jason. Mm-hmm. I would actually. I'd, I'd argue it was pretty close to three. Yeah, three or four. Maybe even Jason X. <laughs> you know, yeah. just similar. Before the robotics. Friday the Thirteenth Five. Yeah. Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. It was Friday Thirteen Part Five because it wasn't fucking him. <laughs> to me, it was more like Michael Myers with the Jason mask on. That would have been great if at the end he took off the hockey mask. It's like, it's me, and it's not even Halloween. That would have been wild. What the fuck? What'd we get? It's Michael a movie Myers. Together. Yeah. It is a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> Scooby Doo. Do you, do you think if they would have nerfed Freddy to be just a basic human when he did come out, if it would have been one of those things that. Because he was able to kick his ass in his world because he was down in the dream world when he cascaded the water over him and all that. But do you think uh, if they, they wouldn't have even the playing field, it would have been as interesting as a last sack? No, Jason would have slaughtered Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. If they didn't yeah. give him I mean, but power. like Mick was saying earlier, how Freddy's sneaky and all that. You can have an element. 
<laughs> you can have his sneakiness element to it, and you also have that towards the end of the movie, though, more where he's he's a skinny a dude where he's, he preys he preys on children, not even teenagers, children. He would have well, been he does teenagers after a while. He's like a sly yeah. weasel. Yeah, he would have been slaughtered by Freddy or Jason. Jason would have skinned him like a cow. Well, then why didn't he do it with this one here? He should have been able to do that with this here. When he's pulled into he knew real all life. those cool karate moves. Because he had his powers. They brought his powers into the real world. So he, yeah, really up. he even the play. Well, I mean, that's the only way to make the movie. You can't just have Freddy jump out of a dream and Jason's well, you could you, you could have after you have <laughs> after you have Jason or Freddie get remembered, you could have had Jason in the dream world longer up to the point of and we're seeing him in the dream world instead of seeing the kids, we're seeing what's going on in the dream world. If you keep him in the dream world, Jason loses and Freddie wins. Well, you don't if have to kill pull, him in the dream world. If you because pull Freddy out of the dream world, then Jason wins because Freddie should be human. Yeah. But that. That, nobody wants to watch that movie because it's over in like a second. <laughs> but we pulled Freddy out. <laughs> He's cut in half. It's over. Let's go. You can even you can even pull Freddy, you can even pull Freddy out pretty much the same way. And then just after that, it's just He's dead. Know, now Jason has the upper hand and just destroys him. Yeah, nobody wants to watch that. I mean, you want to watch that because you're the Jason Stan. You just want to watch Freddy die, like. And no, what I'm saying is, it, is if it's going to make it work, because Jason could, should be able to survive in the dream world a little bit longer than just a regular human. But he should be, he just gets get fucked up through it all to where he's damn near dead. I'm not saying through the whole part, but you have that being longer. You have that fight being longer. I mean, he and got maybe, and maybe, maybe that's where you can tie in where, where Freddy's hunting Jason at Camp Crystal Lake is if he's in Jason's dreams. I'm just saying there's no real good way to do the fight in this movie realistically without doing something ridiculous on either side. Well, who's everybody's mentioned- favorite character out of the two? Um, in this movie? Yeah. Not in movie, it's Freddy. See, yeah, I always say, Freddy. like, I'm more of a Freddy guy, but I think the the Friday at 13th films are a tad better. But Jason is... Boring. I wanted Freddy to win this, but even at the end, like, after it's all said and done, and, like, fucking Jason's holding Freddy's head and he winks, that shit pissed me off. Just because I know fucking it's not the dream world, so why is he even still alive? Again, well, but in fairness to that, and I'm not arguing your point. I agree with you, but he came back so many times, even when he wasn't right. the dream world. Right. Killed. So it's, it, there's like even a base yeah. for that. Where it's it just weird though, because I mean, like you, you know, like he's not there this time. So like, what's even the point of doing all that? I just hate when they do that in these in the nightmare movies, where they're just like, you have to pull him out so you can kill him. He's human, and they say mm. it like five or six times. And every time he comes back, and I get it, I get how it works, but <laughs> right, it's like, can you change it up then at least? But even at the yeah. end of those, though, you think he's really dead because it's fucking end credits. There's no like little gay, little like like goofy little wink or whatever at the end of it. You you like, would hey, I'm not really dead. I'll be back. Like, well, I mean, it comes with the whole we're gonna just made the, the movie seem pointless. Right. So check this out. The next one, they're gonna come up with the idea to actually take Freddy, pull him out of the dream, and then fucking cryostasis his ass so that for eternity. He can never die again to redo his magic shit again in people's dreams. You see, I knew going into Freddy vs. Jason, there was no way one of them was winning at the end. I knew it was going to be um, one. They were both going to survive one way or another. It, it, it was one of those things where, again, everybody, you see that. Oh, he winks. Oh, there's going to be a sequel. And then shit. <laughs> right. Still well, waiting. At the end but, of the Mario but, but, movie. But, 
we do live in a we do live in a time where sequels come out 20 30 40 years later guys so let's just give it a few more years let's you know 2029 is Those not here sequels was a revival Please, no. I, I don't know if they if, if that was Please, meant no. to tease. I don't, huh? know if that was, I don't know if that was meant to tease a sequel. I think that's the fandom creating that notion that that they're, they're assuming because oh. that, that could just be the, the nod to, yo, I'm forever, like Freddie always says, and there's no way to get rid of me. And Jason is dead in the bottom of the lake, and he's holding Freddie, and Freddie's going, nope, we're just back where we are. Yeah, Chris, read no, It was definitely a nod to a sequel. Yeah, I read know, the Freddie. No, but I'm just trying to add it to no other side of the bait to here. Jesus. Chris, um, Freddie versus Jason versus Ash. In the front of the book, there's an uh, explanation of like the script that they made for the sequel and how it's now a comic book and so forth. It kind of talks about that. But no, they definitely wanted a sequel. They definitely wanted Ash involved. Yeah. Like, Did Nick you read said, the book? I've read both of them, the, the second and... Well, how do they second. bring Freddie back in the book? I never, I never read those ones. Oh, man, it's been a while. They, they're expensive books. Um, I don't remember how Freddy comes back. I think with the Necronomicon. Yeah, that would make sense. And there's an S mark suddenly in Crystal Lake. <laughs> Ash is working at it. <laughs> I have I have a lot of the Army of Darkness issues, but I don't have any of like the crossover ones. Yeah, that's a good one. I just watched Evil Dead 2 the other day. I gotta watch one and then I'm gonna go to e Army of Darkness to see what's up. It's okay. been a while. Army of Darkness is my favorite, but I think Evil Dead 2 is the best of those original three. Uh, the first one. <laughs> Tree rate, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, could, I just watch them all like pretty much as one long-ass movie. Like If I watch one, I got to watch them all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, minus the last two, even though I do like the last two, but they just, for me, it's, it's the Campbell ones or nothing. Dude, I uh, love that. Like 2013 is my favorite. Out of but he's in it. everyone, right? That's so like I mean, at least aspect. you get Campbell. Like, and and I, the, my thing is, like, at least the filmmakers signed off on all of them, right? Unlike yeah. these, you know, like Sam Raimi, Rob Tappert, and Bruce Campbell are all in on on every sequel that's been made. They have a lot of control over it. So I really do, like. I I dig. I, that's why I think adds the element of good. You know, this is like, the one series I watch like and I like in order. That's why um that's fair. Yeah, that's why the new Evil Dead movies feel like they're part of the same universe. Unlike like if you look at uh Nightmare on Elm Street one, three, and seven, you can tell they're made by the same person. And you could tell the ones that weren't made by Wes Craven, but in the Evil Dead universe, you know, it's very close. Mm. I see what you're saying with that. I see what you're saying with that. Final thoughts on uh, Frederick versus Jason? One song to crossovers. I didn't understand what you just said. <laughs> One song to crossovers. Swan song to crossovers. What about you, Jason? Uh, I, I mean, I, this movie's fun. I agree with everything Mick said. And uh, people need to watch the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. That's what I'm going to be. I put it down for 13 years. Again, Dan, I am so sorry for all the mean things I said to you about liking that movie. And um, I am a changed man. Like, I am. I'm questioning. Open. I'm questioning everything. Like, I don't you go back and watch Independence Day 2 again because I fucking hated that movie. Is no, that no, I no. Not the same on everything. Don't listen to Dan on everything. He was right about this. Hold He's on. Not right about like it. I hate 
Yeah, what? he's not right about Jaws. He didn't like Independence Day 2, did he? I don't know, but probably. <laughs> oh my god, that could be a new movie. I <laughs> Shout out to Dan, by the way. Um, what about you, Chad? I like the movie. Like I said, uh, I like that they gave Freddy the old, like, dirtier look than aside from New Nightmare. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way Jason was, and I didn't like the fact they didn't use Kane, but overall, I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, the story's a little little out there, but it's just yeah. it's one of those films you can just kind of put on and just laugh and just chill out to. It's got one of my favorite uh, kills in the franchise. Finally, a critic I'll listen to. Who <laughs> what? <laughs> and how about you, Mick? Your final thoughts on? Chad put it perfectly. I mean, it's a fun uh, movie. It's a fun movie. I, I I'll still watch it. I'm glad that I got to watch it for this. Um. Do I revisit on its own? No. Like a lot of this journey, like I'll always revisit the Friday thirteenth, especially one through eight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something special about that franchise. And Nightmare on Elm Street, very special as well. Uh I, I find myself revisiting one, two, and three the most. Um but I'm not against any of them. They're you know, even the bad ones are fun. Uh seven's great too, yeah. But the seven doesn't get played as much as normal, and it's not my go to. Um, but yeah, this whole journey is just showing me one thing like fucking Freddy's the better character, but I think Jason has the better movies. I thousand percent agree with that. And we me and Mick have a new movie that we can watch that we, we know we now like <laughs> exact and listen, seeing as how we've all like watched movies and we're like, oh shit, this isn't so bad after all. We, we should all review the two girls, one cup. But now I'm gonna give you guys my final thought on Freddy versus Jason. Mick, I threw that in there for you. <laughs> Um, and I was actually gonna hold it. Thing. Look, guess who has the cup? Yeah, I got a oh, cup right here. Bro, look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Two, four, six, eight, ten. I just five had a dude, Wendy's frosty. Five dudes, one cup. <laughs> oh I got my the Hershey's. God. I got the Hershey's and the Reese's. We got pink. We got smooth, and we got chunky. Somehow, a scary clown made it worse. That that, that usually definitely did. did. Definitely did. But no, I, I um. But very similar to what Mick and Chad said. Like I did have fun with these films. It's definitely Kane Hodder not being in it took me away from it. That did take me away from it. Mm-hmm. Everything I was saying earlier about it not being as dark, the story, the connection, and again going back to what Mick said earlier, just having the one bro- those two brothers around those two brothers, and by brothers I mean siblings, not brothers. Just so we don't have this mixed up. <laughs> if, if, if you were here before we started recording, you would know exactly what we're talking about. Me, Mick, and I think Jason and Chris were talking earlier. All I and, said was two brothers came in Spider-Man, and he goes, like, actual siblings or, like, black people? And I'm like... That, that's what I say. I, I didn't ask. I was, you know, I was, I was curious. <laughs> so they I mean, came in Spider-Man? With, came uh, in they, were, they were just dressed in... Oh, God, they came in Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> He did. It just clicked. But guys, listen, we're gonna. I'm gonna wrap this one up because uh, we have a very important, special, and dope episode of the Scene Snobs coming up at nine o'clock Eastern time. So we all want to get ready for that. Stretch, take a dump. Let you guys do what you got to do before we get into this. But make sure you guys go over to the Scene Snobs nine o'clock Eastern time and tune the fuck in for episode three hundred. Show them some love. Give them the congratulations that they deserve. Three hundred is a lot. 300 is a fucking milestone. 300 is something to be proud of. So let's clap it up for the scene. Snobs, everybody, and fucking tune in. Be over there at 9 o'clock Eastern time, and have a great time. I'll see you in your nightmares. We're getting out of here. Peace. Subscribe and win this. Subscribe and win this.
there you go. And subscribe to my YouTube channel and you get uh you got a chance to win Terrifier 2. But scene signs, nine o'clock. Peace. Bye, kitties. <laughs> <laughs>